Well, happy Thanksgiving to you from all of us here at Focus on the Family. And as you're reflecting on what you're thankful for, we're going to have a fun discussion about considering others before yourself. It's time for an honest question, and that is this. Have you ever done something nice for your spouse, but deep inside you were wondering, did they notice? Did they notice? Do I have to tell them? It might seem kind of innocent, but that attitude isn't healthy. I'm John Fuller here in the studio with Greg and Aaron Smalley, and uh, we're going to hear now part of a conversation Jim Daly and I had with Bob Lapine uh, discussing what it means to be really humble in your marriage. In fact, you mentioned the need for humility and truth in a marriage relationship. It's really true in any relationship, but especially a marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. You, you form this word. I've never heard this before, humble brag. <laughs> Um, I think I know exactly what you mean, <laughs> not by personal experience, of course, but humble brag. Yeah. Give us an example of what that is. So a humble brag is when somebody on, on Twitter or on Facebook says, I was so honored to get to be interviewed on Focus on the Family recently. And what they're really trying to say is, hey, look at me. I got, I got to be on Focus. But we funny. say, I was, I was so honored. It was such, so humbling that they asked me to come. We just put it in these pseudo-humble terms to mask what is really us saying, look at me. Yeah. How's that I, one work in marriage? Well, it works by, by stopping and saying, how can we find ways to serve one another without drawing attention to ourselves. Right. That's the, that's the issue. I mean, serving one another and then saying, did you notice? That's problematic. So <laughs> Marianne and I were at a marriage conference years ago, and I remember the speaker said, I've made it a pattern in my marriage to make sure that my wife's car is filled with gas, that she doesn't have to worry about that. And I thought, I turned to Marianne and said, would you like that? Do you mind filling? And she said, well, it'd be nice. <laughs> so I thought, okay, this now the gauntlet is laid down. So I've tried to make it my my goal to keep her car filled with gas. And I'm, I'll am i say, how's, how's the car? Do you need me to run out and fill it up with gas? So when I do, like there, there are times I'll go out and say, oh, it's low. I'm going to go fill it up with gas. When I do, I pull it back in, but I keep thinking, I hope she notices. I hope she's going to come back in and say, thank you so much for filling. I want the accolades for my actions. I, I don't want to to just uh, do it and accept the Lord's gratitude as, as my reward. I want a little... <laughs> kind of doing a good deed in, in secret. That's right. It's really frustrating. And yet, in marriage, we've got to do that. We've got to regularly... I say to Marianne all the time, somehow there are clean clothes in my, in my drawer. And there weren't yesterday, and they're there today. And I didn't see it happen, but it happened. And she's not looking for the pat on the back. But I say, thank you. I I don't want to take these little things that we do for one another for granted. It's a part of being proactively kind and then not seeking glory for ourselves when we do something. Gee, I was going to try to get away with the gas thing, but now you just crush me with the laundry. Man, what else can I do? Yeah, that's true. The clothes are showing up, and I don't have a very thankful heart about that. Doggone it, Bob. Why did we invite you? I know. Hey, let me ask you, uh, Philippians 2 is also an area of Scripture. I think we've got 1 Corinthians covered, but Philippians 2, what is that verse, and why is it significant when it comes to marriage? this this is a lesson I learned early on. When Marianne and I were dating, she came to me at some point. We've been dating for a couple of years. She said, what do you think about us memorizing some Bible verses together? And here's what I thought. I thought, 
Well, why would you memorize them? I mean, if you need them, they're in the book. You just go look them up. I mean, <laughs> Easy reference. Memorize. Yeah. Did you say that? I didn't know because we're dating. <laughs> we were dating, so I said, "Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, that's a that's wonderful." I, I'm thinking crazy, but okay, I'll go along with that <laughs> to get the girl. Then I said, "Did you have any verses in mind?" And she said, "Well, I was actually thinking about a whole chapter." Well, I I did this bug-eyed look like. A chapter? Are you out of who memorizes a chapter in the Bible? But I said to her, "Wow, you know." I didn't say much more than that. I wow. <laughs> I said, "Did you have a chapter in mind?" She said, "I was thinking Philippians chapter two. and I went, "Oh, like I knew what that was." <laughs> I didn't know. If it I was, love that honesty. I didn't know if it was Old Testament <laughs> yeah, or New right. Testament. Yeah. I was still do- Oh, okay. Well, I think she'd picked it out because of the boy she was dating, because it's all about humility. That's what Philippians 2 is all about. So we started memorizing this together. And I don't know that we got all the way through, but when we got to verse 3, it kind of locked on. I memorized it quickly. I I didn't have to work at it. I think it was just God saying, you're going to need this for the rest of your life. Mm. Do nothing from selfishness. And I've done the work now. The Greek word for nothing means nothing, okay? (laughs) Do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit, but with humility, let each of you regard one another as more important than himself. And it goes on to say, have this mind in you, or or, do do not merely look out for your own interests, but also for the interest of others. I'm convinced 90% of the marriage problems I've seen in my life, you apply that verse. You say, have this mind in you, look out for the other, the interests of the others, make it your goal to please someone else you'd fix most of the problems. Now, there are there's a 10% factor out there, right? But most of the problems we have in marriage are because of pride and selfishness. And we've got to attend to that, and we've got to be cultivating humility. It's really foundational to what healthy love looks like in a marriage. It's so true, Bob. I mean, you are hitting it. And I think that's exactly why the you know we do a four-day intensive, Hope Restored, and they have an 80% success rate. And these are, a lot of them have signed divorce papers, mm-hmm. so they're done. Mm-hmm. But the reason it's successful is it gets to these basic principles. And that's what you're going to learn there. Uh, you know, and rather than go and spend that time, start applying what Bob's talking about. Yeah. It would be my recommendation. And I love the way that those intensives have helped so many couples oh. over the years. And the testimonies I've heard from people who have been through them. And we've sent people. I mean, I, I yeah. have friends who have, have said, we don't know how we're stuck. And I say, go do the hard work. You've, you've got such an, a history of accumulated pain and bad habits and patterns. Let some people help identify those and then help replace bad habits with good habits. Of course, it's all going to come back to an understanding of the gospel as, as the foundation, but that's, that's, that's really it. What and that's do. what they apply. And that's mm-hmm. what's so exciting is that, it, and this is Roughly 40 hours. Yes. So you can do in 40 hours uh, what will uh, change your life. Right. And keep your commitment to Christ intact, right? With that love for better or for worse. Well, Aaron, Bob mentioned that he and his wife, Marianne, tried to memorize Philippians chapter 2 while they were dating. What's the benefit to uh, memorizing Scripture together? How does that keep us humble and together? It's so interesting. Whenever I think about memorizing scripture, I think of Greg's dad, because one of the last things that he kind of hooked onto and was teaching was about taking God's word and not just eating it, but like internalizing it. And he would take plain M&Ms and he would eat them. (laughs) And it would be like, I'm taking it into my body and into my heart. 
And of course, now I just want Eminem. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, he was talking about, yeah. about he was talking about the difference between memorizing scriptures and, and meditating. meditating. That's right. Okay. And, oh, and, and that's M&Ms. why he had Eminems. That's right. Because M- the Eminems were the meditating and memorizing. See, I forgot that part. You just remembered the good part, the chocolate. I did. That's why we were eating Eminems. I just got caught on the. This M&Ms. podcast is not supported by any candy manufacturer. <laughs> yes. Yes. But you know, you think about it when we have God's word in us. It's so easy in those moments when we're irritated at our spouse or something goes on and we're like, oh, you know, I know what God says because it transforms our thinking. It transforms our hearts and we can go right to that. I know for me, even in those moments, just saying the scripture out loud or internally that it just helps me to calm down and settle in. And, you know, it strengthens and encourages us in our faith. Mm -hmm. And what a big difference that makes because we show up differently when we've encountered the the true living God. As Bob mentioned, I mean, he said we when we got to that part about humility, it really spoke to him and made a difference in his life. Hmm. You know, when I thought about this one, when Bob mentioned that they tried to memorize, you know, an entire chapter it just made me feel guilty. Like, I don't think Aaron and I have yeah, ever it's a really high done bar. that. Especially <laughs> when we were dating. I know. That's impressive. But I will tell you this, though. For, for me, why this is so important is not only does it connect us, you know, spiritually if we're doing that together, but what I've realized is that, that for so many years, simply because Aaron thought it or, or said it, felt it, it was true. And so she would often share then an opinion or a feeling, and I would debate her and argue and push back because I didn't want that to be true. In other words, I was making her the source of truth Mm -hmm. in my life until God really convicted me around that, basically saying, listen, she's not the source of truth. I am. And, and, And I need to then understand what that truth is. And that's where God's word comes in. And that, that's been such a big difference in our marriage is that when, when Aaron shares something, I want to maintain that God could be using her right now to speak truth into my life. And so I want to be open to that. But ultimately, I want to take whatever her concern is or whatever she's expressing to God. And a part of what I can do is also hold what she's saying up to the truth. And therefore, if I'm not memorizing Scripture, if I'm not familiar enough with the God's Word, then, then I might miss that. And that has made such a big difference to tell her, okay, if I'm hearing you right, I'll, I'll even ask her, hey, now what are you wanting me to take to the Lord? Yeah. And it shapes our conversation in a very different way mm-hmm. when she knows that I really am going to take whatever she's sharing to the Lord and let him reveal what is true about yeah, that. Yeah, what you're talking about is a heart posture, if I can put it that way. It's sort mm-hmm. of like, what's my attitude here? The importance of Scripture is that it's an anchoring it's a foundation. It's truth. It's the bedrock. When we step on that, we become different, and yeah. and we let God kind of affect how we are uh, open to other people, especially our spouse, and to what he might want to say. I so appreciate that. So go out and buy a massive bag of M&Ms and just start eating them <laughs> as a reminder yes. to memorize and meditate on there God's Word. Go. Memorize <laughs> and meditate. And uh, And that's what we can all be thankful for. There you go. Yes. 
I like the way you tied that in. Mm. Yes. A new tradition at Thanksgiving, we're going to have M&Ms, memorizing and meditating. And I'm still laughing that I forgot that that he used the M&Ms for that, (laughs) for meditating and memorizing God's Word. You thought he was an M&M addict. Next time, pumpkin pie and what that means. Um, But for now, as we we heard near the end of the clip, it was a, a kind of a serious note as Jim talked about our Hope Restored program. Um, if you're struggling, if I mean, especially on a day like today, people are very keenly aware of their challenges, their relational deficits. If you're struggling, then please uh, hit the show notes and uh, click the link to find a counselor in your area to get resources from our website, encouragement from us. Uh, the number is in the show notes as well. Uh, Next time, you'll hear from Gary Thomas and Deborah Faleta as they continue discussing the significance of physical intimacy in marriage. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and the entire team, thanks for joining us. I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.